0: Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. I cried last night, sobbed until my pillows were drenched, for all the loved ones who lived and loved and wished they lived longer to serve their purpose and give more love and share their light in a world dimmed by a scourge. I cried last night for the near and dear, for the friends and families who left without a whisper. Without a goodbye, without a message, I'll meet you on the other side. I cried last night, with a prayer on my lips, a whole lot of love in my heart and an emptiness in my soul for the spirits who have flown on the wings of angels. I cried last night, for they are rejoicing in heaven while we trudge with broken hearts, with masked faces and cautious hands, hiding smiles and tears, speaking. In muffled tones, the age of the cover-up, the masked bio-warfare, the death-bell tolls. And I cried again as another was snatched without bidding Mm. adieu. And that's an excerpt from the gut wrenching poem written by award winning author, poetess, and lecturer Fiona Khan that has captured the attention of many on social media. Khan, who has lost so many relatives and friends to COVID 19 complications, says expressing one's feelings through poetry or prose during
1: this trying time is a form of therapy. I think when I lived in Qatar for almost seven months, everything was like so safe. Everything was so particular and it was so particular in the way we, we kept ourselves and the way, you know, the, the social distancing was put into place. And, and, and everything was done with precision and the testing and making sure that we were safe. But when I came back to South Africa, there was this unsettling feeling when I used to, you know, go shooting and find that people are walking around without masks and uh, people were just like laissez-faire, rather complacency about covid and I said, I remember that time, I said, you know, these, everybody's in for a severe shock. So when this second wave came about, and they can talk about a new strain and whatever else it is, as far as I'm concerned, we've been careless. And government has not been strict enough in placing measures to prevent. And what is so painful is to find that within a period of a week, I lost 15 friends, colleagues, and distant family members. And for me, it was, like, very, very painful. And I must say this, and I must say his name. And when I heard my friend Dino and um, and Rufus had passed on, for me, it was, like, you know, the ultimate of closest people t- being taken away from you. Hmm. And when I wrote this, I, I just remember, after I got the news of Dino passing on, I, you know, just... It, I was just about going to bed, and I just sobbed. And sobbed. My, my daughter said to me... You know, you need to stop crying because this is like a reality. And I said, you know, you must remember one thing, that families are affected. The the people that are closest to you are affected. And what is so painful is that religious places are still calling people to come to the places to pray. They are not taking this seriously and how seriously this infection can spread. You must remember it is a protein. And it just sticks to you. It, mm. it, you know, it takes me back to my days of being an aid facilitator, and I remember why I left doing that. It's because of the threats. And I, I, I felt threatened myself. You know, now you will have to be at home and be covered, and, you know, where's my smile gone to? Where's my lipstick gone to? Where's my beautiful face gone to? It's all covered behind a mask right now. And I think everybody feels that way. But you can't express it because now survival has become the priority in our lives. Remember, we saw those movies before, those horror movies that took us to the future mm. and told us how our future is going to be. Mm. That is how I felt right now. I felt I was living in a very alien world. I still feel that way. Our world has become alien to us. But and Fiona, the reason this has become so is because we caused it. How therapeutic was
0: writing this poem for you?
1: You know, I to tell you, Sam, I I was like, sobbing inside and it was, you know, I I got up this morning as well with a headache because that that feeling inside of me has not left me per se because your heart just feels heavy. You walk around with this feeling of heaviness because it is like that atmosphere of death that hangs over you. And I just go back and I think, you know, the trips that we had, the different flus, the tsunamis, and I always, you know, compare this to a tsunami, it's like so slow and and it just comes onto you, and you don't know how. We can't go out and shop. I mean, you look at look at the change. I look at the immensity of what our lives have have become. We've changed our shopping habits. We've changed our writing habits. We have changed the way we think, the way we feel, the way we, you know, socialize. Hmm. And people have not grasped.
0: But Fiona, is there hope for us? Do you think?
1: I think there's hope for us if people take this seriously. I think it's about self-preservation. If you do not value your life enough, you will not value the life next to you.